Welcome to this edition of the Career Conversations podcast, brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group. My name's Craig McGregor, and today we have our first tandem or double guests. A great couple, actually an inspirational couple, Tim and Christy Burness. We explore their current business and how passionate they are about bringing one of their loves to the masses. They run a business called IHOP Hunter Valley, a hop-on, hop-off bus service touring the Bacolban and Lovedale regions. I really love their story about why they took up the challenge of starting their own business and how passionate they are about servicing their customers. It's great to hear about their career pasts and how it's brought them to where they are today. So sit back and enjoy this great conversation with two inspirational characters. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group, specialists in permanent recruitment, labour hire and HR consulting. Start a conversation with us today via our website, hrgroup.com.au or at our socials, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Okay, welcome Tim and Christy Burness from IHOP Hunter Valley. Thank you for having us. No worries. Why don't we start today? Why don't we start with why IHOP exists? Do you want to tell us the story? Why IHOP exists? Um, We used to live not too far away from Hunter Valley um, and we were frequent visitors to the area over about a seven or eight year period because we love our food and wine. I was about to say food and wineies. Yeah, exactly right. Probably a little too much. <laughs> and uh, we did a lot of uh, the tours, the existing tours, um, and we would also self-drive or we've even walked. And obviously if you self-drive, you one, one of us would miss out being designated driver. And um, with the fixed tours, we sort of... Um, we did a few of them. They all tend to do the same thing, which was take you to three or four wineries plus a cheese and a chocolate. Um, and we just sort of um, identified that there's no way without um, getting a private driver, which costs a lot of money, um, to be able to choose where you go and do things in your own time and have that flexibility. And um, we came up with the idea of a hop-on, hop-off around the vineyards. So how did you come up with hop-on, hop-off? Um, Hop-on, hop-off obviously isn't new, but around vineyards it is. Um, It's just, um, we've travelled a bit around the world and um, done things like that, um, uh, particularly in the States. Um, But it was just um, a way of having that choice of where you go. Um, And there's so much to offer in the Hunter Valley. There's obviously wineries are the main thing, but there's, uh, if you like cheese, if you like beer chocolate, um, all sorts of things, so much to choose from. How do you get around to them all and have that choice without driving yourself? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so we came up with Hop On, Hop Off. Because I've, I've travelled. We went to the States with our family uh, last year, year before, and uh, Hop On, Hop Off bus tour through San Fran or New mm-hmm. York was really great way for people to get around, but it was dominated by tourists. Is your service mainly people outside of the Hunter or is it here as well? Uh, No, I would say um, a lot of our customers um, are internationally. Um, We've got people that come up from Sydney, um, people sort of locally around Newcastle, Central Coast, and then the more sort of immediate area. Um, I think for us what was important was um, whilst this has been modelled on, you know, a hop-on, hop-off service, we've really customised it to to suit the area and we want to offer a personalised service as well. So... 
um, in terms of, you know, not overbooking the bus, being there to really help people plan their day, um, ensure they get the most out of their time with us. Everyone's different. We have all walks of life come through the bus. Yep. Um, so we have anyone that's, you know, there to obviously learn about wine. And we have people that just want to visit the breweries. And then we have people that don't actually drink at all. And they just like the idea of getting on a bus, you know, where there's obviously um, someone that can guide them through their day um, and enjoy the scenery um, and, you know, visit somewhere like the Hunter Valley Gardens, for example, or some of the shopping villages or get off and, you know, taste some of the beautiful cheeses in the area. Um, so everyone's different in terms of what they're looking for. So to have a service that offered um, variety and not just sort of be, you know, about the wine, obviously that's what yep. Hunter Valley's all people about. People coming here for, yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, you know, everyone is looking for a different experience and with, you know, this service because there's so much variety you've got 14 different stops to choose from you've got multiple options in in each location it really is like a choose your own adventure yeah okay choose your own adventure i like that I read <laughs> those books when i was a kid yeah so you say there's 14 different stops yeah right? so well, it's a, a loop yes um so i could decide to jump off at one of those stops stay there for how long would i stay there for? yeah absolutely so we um we offer two different timetables so we've got one that operates through the central bacolban area um, so that particular service is on an hourly timetable. You've got 14 different stops to choose from. Um, so you've got a really broad range there of cellar door breweries, chocolate shops, cheese shops, the gardens, shopping villages, the list goes on. You've really got over 40 attractions to choose from. Um, and then um, one of our newer services um, runs through the beautiful um, Lovedale and Palmer's Lane area in Bacolban. Um, and that operates on a 50 minute timetable and you've got 13 different stops to choose from. So quite a different feel, the two areas, um, but it really, again, just comes down to what the customer's looking for and, and choice at the end of the day. Yeah, so you can go onto your website and see the two different loops and make a choice on which one you want to go to. How do we get from where we're staying to one of the loop stops? Yeah, well, we've actually designed the timetable um, where a lot of the stops are actually located nearby to a lot of a major a lot of major accommodation houses yeah, okay. in the area. So if people are staying nearby, they've got the flexibility to jump on at one of those stops. Um, they can start and, and finish at any time they like as, as per the time on the timetable. Um, or if they're staying that little bit further out, we do offer a complimentary transfer service um, where we can come out and pick you up for your accommodation. Um, join the tour, um, stay with us for the day, and then we drop you back to your accommodation at the end of the day. Okay, that sounds great. So in terms of um, you guys, are you from the Hunter Valley? <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, we're originally from Canberra. Yep. Um, and we did um, some years in Sydney and then eventually moved to the Central Coast, um, which, as I said before, that's where we started frequently. We had been to Hunter Valley before we moved to the Central Coast, but we were frequently visiting once we moved to the Central Coast and fell in love with Hunter Valley. Mm. Yeah, okay, so you fell, fell in love with the region and yep. thought, yep. did you think we'll come and get a job in the Hunter Valley and live here and work here or did this business opportunity just grow? We actually just spent so much time in the Hunter Valley, to be honest. We actually probably spent more time visiting the Hunter Valley than what we did actually spend um, at, you know, sitting on the beach, you know, on the Central Coast. So. Um, for us, um, you know, we've always loved our, our food and our wine and um, only having um, the Hunter Valley almost at our doorstep. I mean, it's only sort of a little over an hour's drive. We actually started to, to do a lot of day trips. We'd spend our holidays here, long weekends. Um, 
And we really just found from that experience that there was a lack of affordable transport options to get people around. And Tim and I, we always wanted to have our own business together. Um, we've come from very customer service focused backgrounds. Um, so for us, we wanted to be in tourism or hospitality. We'd actually researched um, a lot of opportunities and, and really just never found the right one for us. Um, and so what other things did you explore? What other oh, opportunities did you look at? Like franchising opportunities, so okay. like existing businesses, becoming a franchisee. Um, we actually explored the idea of a hop-on, hop-off service even um, on the Central Coast. Um, spoke so bringing people here or...? No, it was going itself. around Central Coast, yeah, okay. um, but we did um, a lot of research on that and found it wouldn't be so viable for that area because people do tend to self-drive. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, it was when we were here in the Hunter Valley as tourists that we um, uh, thought that idea would actually work really well here. Yeah, okay. So yeah. really, it was taking our passion of food and wine, wanting to have our own business together, really identifying what we felt was a, a much-needed transport solution in the area. And um, we knew that as much as we enjoyed what we were doing, that's not somewhere we wanted to be um, full-time. Um, so, yeah, after a trip back from the Hunter Valley, came up with the, the concept, and um, really the, the hard work started from there. Yeah, okay. So the irony, though, in this is two food and wine lovers who yep. love to spend their weekends drinking and eating food yep. are now driving people around who are drinking and eating yeah. food. Is that right? And we don't get to eat and drink food as much <laughs> No, <anymore>. no. <laughs> Someone has to be the designated driver, so so that's now our, our responsibility, but we get to share now what we're passionate about yeah, with so our customers. Yeah, so you're sharing what you love with other people. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, it, it's been probably the hardest job. I, I can't really even call it a job, I have to say. I mean, we get to drive around the beautiful Hunter Valley yep. all day. You know, the scenery is always changing. Um, and we meet people from all over the world. Um, so can't really call it a job. Um, but it's, you know, it's been a lot of hard work to this point. Been the most rewarding thing we've ever done, though, I think. So how long have you guys been operating for? Uh, it'll be our, um, our third birthday in July. So okay. almost three years now. Yep. Three years is a good milestone. Yeah, yeah, no. Did you do much time planning prior to turning the key on the bus for the first day? Absolutely. It was about 12 months of research yeah, okay. before we um, eventually packed up, left our jobs and moved out to the Hunter Valley and then about another three months once we were here of um, finalising everything of uh, getting our accreditations and being operators, things like that and getting around to all the venues and talking to them, telling them what we're about and make sure, of course, that they're happy for us to bring customers to them. Tell me about when you made that decision to start the business. Was it fear? Was it excitement? <laughs> was it? How, what was the emotions going through your, your minds as you went, oh, wow, we haven't got a customer, we haven't got a relationship yet, but we're going to do this? It... It was, for me, I think to sum it up, it was, um, we, we'd spent so much time talking to um, the local industry, so we would talk, we spoke to council, um, the tourism association, um, local businesses in the area, so really for us that, that was a good starting point. Has something like this been done before? Do they feel there's a need for it in the area? So... That 12 months of, of research um, really gave us the confidence, I guess, to say, you know what, there's not really anything there that's sort of turning us away from this idea, 
But with saying that, this is a big leap of faith because something like this has never been done before. Um, whilst this business has been modelled on what we're looking for, are other people going to be looking for for the same type of um, transport or that type of um, tour to get them around? So it was a little bit daunting, the unknown, um, but we were so um, we were so determined and excited about it. We thought, you know what, we're going to put everything into this. If it doesn't work out, we'll sell a couple of buses, we'll go <laughs> back to our day job. So there was always a fallback plan. Yep. But we were like 110% committed, determined that this was going to work. And we've put everything into it. We really have. We, we haven't stopped, to be honest. But it's again, it's been the most rewarding thing. And, and when Christy says nothing like this has been done before, um, obviously hop on, hop off is not new. But we're the first hop on, hop off around vineyards anywhere in Australia. So yeah, it hadn't not? just been done in this area, hadn't been done anywhere. So has anyone replicated it in South Australia, for example? Has someone said, wow, what a great idea, let's do it here? Yeah, we, yeah. we actually had a lovely couple that were relocating from the UK, um, actually came and did our service probably about six months after we first started and um, said, you know, we sort of told them our, our story and, and where we're at and they sort of said, well, you know, we, we're, you know, big foodies and, and wine lovers as well and, you know, you're looking to employ anyone and unfortunately we just weren't at that point yet. It was really just the two of us sort of running the business from start to end and um, they sort of indicated, well, we're, we're looking to settle maybe in, in South Australia or Adelaide and, and, you know, maybe we'll start this up over there. So... Um, from what I know, um, they have started up um, a similar hop-on, hop-off service that operates around various regions, um, so um, around the Barossa, Handorf, I think Clare Valley as well. Yeah, um, and they actually run the tours um, actually from Adelaide CBD because it's only about an hour away to get to the Barossa. So, um, and from what I know, they're, they're doing quite well. Mm. So it's nice to be able to sort of, you know, give them, I guess, you know, that... Um, a bit of a some tools I guess or you know a bit of a helping hand but you know full credit to them they've, they've obviously been able to make it work over there so yeah but it's good that they're a bit flattering I suppose that they've gone wow this yeah. works here let's it steal is. it take yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much and we've actually had customers on our service that have done it in South Australia so in a way they've discovered hop on hop off down yep. there and then found we'll make, us up here we'll make that a weekend way. of it in the Hunter Valley because yeah. we know we can exactly yeah great yeah all right, tough question. Mm -hmm. Working together, husband and wife <laughs> team. How's that going? <laughs> She's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> really well, I have to say. Tim and I um, have been together for almost 20 years, so yep. I don't think I know anyone any better than what I know Tim. Um, we're always mostly on the same page, I have to say. So, And we both have equal share in the business, as much as Tim always says, I'm, I'm the boss. <laughs> I've got him well-trained. Um, but look, you know, like... You know, like a marriage, you know, a business partnership, you know, we always obviously keep keep the two sort of, you know, we draw that line in the sand and when it's about the business, you know, we obviously work through that, you know, until we find, you know, a, a mutual agreement or, yep. or what's going to work best for the business. We've always got the business best interests at heart. Um, so very rarely do we disagree on anything and quite often, because um, we're so busy and focused on the business... Um, we're not really together all day, every day as well. So yeah, okay. it, it's a bit like going away and, and working in an office and then seeing one another at the end of the day. So Do you have that separation? Is home, home? Is work, work? 
Yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to get out and probably enjoy a bit more wine tasting. Um, <laughs> but, but slowly, you know, we're, we're sort of being able to take a bit of time off and get out there and enjoy what the beautiful Hunter Valley is all about. Well, there's, a, there's a positive for you. Is wine tasting now tax deductible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to look into yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the, the lines of delegation. Do you have roles in the business? Is one of you the CEO? Is one the key driver is one the customer service person how does it work yeah look I think um the our roles have defined a little more as time's gone on um initially it was really about um just planning each day and and allocating our resources accordingly um as we've gotten a bit busier we obviously have had a need for someone to sort of be um based in the office a little bit more so someone that's always there to obviously um, you know, answer calls, um, assist with inquiries, you know, timely processing of bookings. Um, there's always a bit of admin work, of course. Um, so having sort of come from that background, that's sort of fallen on, on my shoulders, my responsibility mostly, um, more during the week um, when it's a little bit quieter in the area. So that gives me a chance to, to keep on, on top of that in preparation for a busy weekend. And um, Tim's really become um, sort of the... Um, I guess the, the depot manager, um, you know, obviously overseeing um, all the tours during the week. And then when really there's a need for me to, to be out on the road, then, then I'm available for that. Obviously, that's, that's first priority in the business. Um, Saturday's always the busiest day out here, so it's all, all resources um, on, on deck. Um, so myself and Tim will be driving and then we have two casual drivers at work um, in the business as well. So all, but all three buses are out on the road. Um, so very different to, to midweek where potentially it's just one bus and um, or two tours running um, and um, Tim mostly managing that and then obviously me sort of jumping in there where I need to. Yep. So you've got a weekend of, of that's when your go zone is, I suppose. The week is the week time. Is there diversification? Is there anything that you want to grow in the week, or is it stay in your knitting, look after the IHOP, IHOP um, hop on, hop off Hunter Valley? What what's the plans for the business? S- Saturday is by far the busiest day yep. out in the Hunter Valley. We are growing um, the corporate side of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're they're midweek. Um, so a lot of corporates are now finding us because we not only do hop on hop off but we do uh, night tours and a, a new taste and graze tour um, so the night tours are great for the corporate groups because they have their meetings during the days so um, is there many like there's conference facilities here are there many conferences coming out here that are now learning about you guys and going great we conference during the day exactly. we'll jump on the bus and do a exactly. night tour yeah. so they do their conference during the day Excellent. and they don't know what to do with them at night yeah and so they're doing our night tours. Get them drunk. We're, we're the only ones. <laughs> we're the only people that offer uh, night tours. So um, yeah, so that's that's um, building the corporate side of things. And then you get a lot of internationals, obviously, um, doing the hop on, hop off during the week. They don't care what day of the week it is. Yep. Um, and yeah, people okay. just doing holidays in general. So they they make up the uh, the, the weekday customers. Mm. So did you guys? Was this chicken or the egg in terms of? the vineyards and the venues that you visit, did you guys have to go to them? Let, let's use the night tour as an example. Mm-hmm. Did they have night um, programs that you then just brought people to? Or no. did they have to create the night programs because you had a bus service that they could avail? They've been created. So, for example, we start at a cellar door that stays open just for us yeah, to wow. do a cheese and wine matching uh, session. 
Um, then we go on to a, a restaurant and we have a menu put together just for us yep. um, where they get um, two courses. Um, and then we'll turn up at another a third location for dessert, which is their normal dessert menu. But yeah, so a lot of it is customised just for our well, that's, service. That's yeah, personalised for the customer, isn't it? That's that bespoke yeah. type exactly uh, right. economy. Yeah. And, and it gives customers an opportunity to explore a bit of the Hunter Valley uh, we'd say explore Hunter Valley after dark. Um, so if you turn up on a Friday night, for example, you know most of the time, what are you going to do? You've turned up, and you can't really explore Hunter Valley. But on our night tour, you get to visit a few different venues yep. at night. Yeah, oh, I love it. I think it's such a great idea, and yeah, well done to both of you to jump two feet in. And it's mm. quite inspiring to see people leave their day jobs see a uh, gap in the market and jump in and, and really be successful over three years. So well at, done. At the Thank end of you. the day, it's all things that we would have wanted ourselves. Yeah. So the hop on, hop off is, is something we um, obviously identified a need in the area, but it's what we would want to do ourselves. Yep. And same with the, the night tour. We thought, you know, what a great way to get around and see Hunter Valley at night. And Taste and Grays, again, it's about food fairing. That's something we're passionate about. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think with the night tours uh, as well is um, people are always looking for somewhere to have dinner and how are we going to get around the area at night as well. So whilst all the cellar doors, a lot of the breweries sort of close at around five o'clock in the area, um, this gives people the opportunity just to have um, that all-inclusive um, experience after dark. Um, so you've got all your transportation included, all your meals, all your tastings, as Tim touched on. Um, we've specifically reached out to venues that we want to align ourselves with um, that we think is the best fit for this tour that's going to give our customers the best experience and actually um, customise or, or put together a, a specific um, experience for our guests. Um, so that's something that was really important. But um, it's nice just to sort of have everything taken care of. Really the only thing you've got to decide is what you're going to have for dinner. So. Um, so, yeah, it's a nice way to do that. And, and I think for us it's important also um, to have a point of difference, be unique, offer services that, that no one else does in the area and that we can be offering our customers uh, something that, that you're not going to get with anyone else. It's really important, isn't it? That's how you start a great business. Absolutely. If different, mm. if you just copy yep. and paste and yep. try and compete, then you become a commoditized mm. business as opposed to something that's unique and special. So. Absolutely. Mm. All right, well, let's talk about careers. So we mm. might start with Tim. Okay. So driving a bus now. Yes. Never prior thought to, I'd do prior that. Prior to that, you weren't <laughs> driving a bus. No. Why don't you share so with us what you did? My background is in IT. Uh, so IT support of, um, well, I won't get into too much detail, but desktops and servers um, for sort of corporate organisations. So you, you were an office-bound desk jockey? Yep, staring at a fixing, computer screen fixing all day. Fixing computers all day. Yeah, yep. exactly right. Um, and I did that for about, I think, 20 years. Um, Did you always know you wanted to do something different or was it, was it there? Uh, no, I mean, when I went into IT, I intentionally went into IT, straight, yep. straight out of school into IT. That's, so why did you choose IT? Um, that's what was of interest to me at the time and what I was good at at school and um, it was a natural progression for me from school to continue down in the IT path yep. and I loved it. So I said I did it for about 20 years, I probably loved it for about 15. Yeah, okay. Um, and tried a few different things at the tail end of those 20 years, but the, the passion for IT wasn't there anymore. Um, but um, 
you grow passions for other things throughout yep. life and Absolutely. one of them was food and wine. So do you think that your transition became, came because of a, like this slowdown of passion for IT and you were looking for something else? Was that one of the drivers for you guys? Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, the the passion for food and wine was just, that's, you know, it's it was not there. something you study or something. It's yeah. just a natural passion. Um, and then for us to be able to develop a business and use that passion was, yep. is just, you know... Can you use any of your IT skills in your current I role? do, yeah. yeah, so absolutely. So maintaining the websites and... Yep. Um, yeah, social media and Google Analytics and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. My IT background is which is still important being in used. this market. Yeah, yeah good to have so a technical brain in the business. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> good stuff. And how about yourself, Christy? Where did you start? Gosh, my journey. Um, look, I I enjoyed school, but I wasn't one of these people that wanted to be at school long term. I wanted to get out into the big wide world, be independent, start earning a living for myself. So I actually started um, an apprenticeship as a hairdresser. So a lot of people don't know that about me. I am actually a fully qualified hairdresser. Um, And Does that that help? Because that's a customer service orientated business. Absolutely. And if I need to stand on my feet for a long period of time, I've got that down pat. So absolutely that that has helped me. Um, but I probably found after maybe three years in, this is not what I want to be doing long term, but I wanted the qualification, plans where to travel, do all that. Yep. Um, I, I love talking to people about this. That's pretty brave. Like most people go, you know what, I'm studying hairdressing, I'm doing an apprenticeship, I'm finished my hairdressing, mm. I'm going to be a hairdresser yep. and that's it. Yeah. You know, I'm in and IT, look, that's where I'm staying. Yeah. To make... At an early age to go after three years, you know what, this isn't me. Mm. That's pretty brave. Mm. And look, I really enjoyed it. I just couldn't see myself doing this long term. And I always thought I would be a better fit in an office environment. Something always very customer service focused. Um, I'm very much a people person. So I have to be around people. I'm not the sort of person where, you know, lock me, you know, away, you know, in an office all day. I have to be around people. That's when I'm working at my best. Um, So I made the transition into an office environment. Um, You know, started, you know, quite sort of, um, you know, low ranks in terms of receptionist and and then happened to sort of um, move more into like an accounts-based role. And I actually really enjoyed it. I love the the challenge, I guess, of of working with accounts and reconciliations and numbers, which I never thought I would see myself doing. And um, then sort of, um, I guess, then wanted to sort of move more into like a, a management role. So sort of progressed um, through various businesses. So I've sort of come from um, like media background, bit of recruitment, FMCG, bit of insurance. So I've sort of got broad... Yeah, good um, diversity. Yeah, absolutely. And um, sort of got to um, sort of managing a, a team of, of seven, um, which I enjoyed. Um, but again, as, as much as... I didn't dislike going to my job every day. I enjoyed where I was working at the time. I always wanted to have my own business. Yeah, okay. I um, And that's... Tim and I have always been on the same page in, in that respect. Um, always... It was just finding that right opportunity. So, again, as Tim said, so taking... Take, a, me, take me into the mental space of why did you want to own a business? I think we just always wanted the to do something, as Tim touched on, something we're passionate about and converting yep. that into a business and, you know, 
being in that hopefully right through to to retirement so you wanted to create something for yourselves that you could share with the world absolutely rather than just be working for someone else doing something else yeah absolutely absolutely we didn't want to work for someone else for the rest of our lives we wanted to be more accountable Um, in control yeah absolutely and we love the idea of putting together something we're passionate about and and sharing that with others so Hopefully that's what we've um, what we've done. Um, you know we're really happy with with where the business is at, yep. and our backgrounds have really well, assisted well, us. Absolutely. Yep. So for me, you know, I do all the accounts work, all the admin work. Don't have to give too much to the accountant at the end of the quarter, which is fantastic. Yep. Um, so we've been able to really take. Um, our, our skills and, and strengths from, from previous careers and um, really apply that to, to the business on a day-to-day basis. Understanding the numbers is critical. Yeah. Uh, if I've learned anything in 12 years that I've run my business and worked with a number of small businesses uh, recruiting for those guys, uh, the ones that fall over are the ones that don't understand the numbers. Absolutely. They'll go and spend way too much money too early or yes. don't understand their cash flow or their yes. profit and loss and where yep. they need to invest money. So mm-hmm. having someone with that background is quite critical Absolutely. Uh, in starting a business. So yeah, we space to be in. We're checking daily. I mean, obviously yep. for us, it's all about our customers. They're, they're number one priority for us. But obviously we're all in business to, to make some money and, you know, we need to earn a living and, and you know, keep, keep getting the bills paid. Um, but we're always checking in, um, you know, in terms of looking at daily reporting, sales, what are our, you know, strong months, our weak months, um, you know, do we need to be um, doing more to, to drive the business at that point, you know, whether yep. that's in forms of incentives or getting out and talking to, to the local market industry, you know, you've always got to be sort of, I guess, evolving and adapting and ensuring you're getting the most, you know, for, for your business. Okay. We have this cool little thing in the Career Conversations podcast. We have a time machine. <laughs> so we're going to put you in the time machine. We're going to rewind the clock to when you guys were 20 years old. Wow. So what advice would you give yourself today if you could go back and talk to that 20-year-old? Um, That's a tough one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's tough, yeah. Wow, 20 years ago. So technically I was 19 then, so... That's uh, you're in a very different mindset at the Absolutely. age of 19. I'm not even sure I knew what I wanted to do in life. Yep. And I think it's it's proven that a lot of people will have a few different careers in in their working life before they find what's right for them. So I think the biggest thing for me, look, I wish I you know had this passion 20 years ago and we yep. started this business 20 years ago. Um, and I didn't realise how much I'd actually love being a business owner. I yeah, think okay. that's... that's um, Take the risk earlier. Yeah. That's what that's I would think I would have told myself is take risks. Take risks. Calculated take risks, risks yep. obviously. Um, but, yeah, I, I, um, I probably um, looked for that safety net a bit too much in my younger days. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's probably what I would tell myself is take calculated risks. And I think if you have a vision... See it through. Not not everything will work. Mm. Some things you try will and won't. Yep. Have the tenacity to to see it through. Um, and look, there's always a plan B if it doesn't work out. So just um, do what makes you happy. As yeah. we know, life's too short. Um, so if I wanted to sum up what you were just saying there, what I'd say is it's okay. Mm. So if you look back at 19-year-old, 20-year-old, yeah. 
not really knowing what you want to do, yeah. it's not worth stressing over. No, mm. absolutely okay. not. Yeah. So, you know, something will come up in a career and for mm-hmm. you it was accounts and customer service, mm-hmm. but then that evolved and has led to where you are today. Absolutely. So to rewind the clock and just say, you know what? It's okay. Don't stress about Absolutely. what it is that I'm going to be when I grow up. Yeah. And I, I don't look back and go, oh, should I have started my career as a hairdresser? Should I have then moved into an office and into a finance role? For me, they've given me the tools to get to where I am today and the person Absolutely. that I am and I've been able to apply all that into our business today. So... Absolutely no regrets. I just wish we sort of came across the opportunity sooner. A little bit earlier. But I am a believer in things happen for a reason and you create your own destiny. Um, And I just think this is where we're meant to be at this point in our lives. Yeah. And that's important at this point in our lives. We we might not have had the passion to do this 10, 15 years ago, um, but it's the right time now. Yep. And where we want to be long term, without a doubt. So (laughs) we've looked at the past. What's the future? What's next for IHOP? You've, when I first met you guys, you had one loop. Now, <laughs> now you have two. One loop, one bus. Now we've got two loops. And three buses. Tours, three buses. So what's next? I think, um, I think for us, um, we always want to be offering our customers a personalised experience. So we want to grow the business um, in the, the current tours and services that, that we operate. Um, we have some plans for the business in terms of expanding yep. those, um, but we never want to lose focus on on what we're about and providing that what we feel is is the best customer service we can give our guests when, um, you know, reaching out to us at, at that initial inquiry stage right through to travelling with us um, on the day. So really the plan is to continue growing the business. Um, well, I think what's really interesting and fun about your business is I could come on the, the bus on Saturday and stop at two or three different venues mm-hmm. and then the next weekend come and do a, a totally different tour. Absolutely. And I'm in control of that. Exactly. Yep. So it's, uh, yeah, we've, what, you're, um, you're, prov- you're, you're actually in a business of providing me with an opportunity to do what I want Yeah. as opposed to going, no, this is the rigid route that you yeah. must follow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And look, we're saying that we've had guests that have come back seven times in the three years we've been running. So they're almost like family now. Um, And every time that they're with us, they're doing a different tour because you've got so much variety, you've got multiple options in each location and at the end of the day, they're doing what they want to do. And that's really what our service is all about, doing giving the customer what they want. Um, And it's it's the nicest compliment it really is to to Mm. see them coming back and choosing us and spending their hard-earned money actually you know giving that to us and saying absolutely it's it's the nicest compliment it really is we never expected to get returnees it's not something we yeah okay we counted on um but to get some someone like that to come back seven times in three years it's and we get a lot of returnees which is awesome so tell me about got some exciting news happening next week Mm. so you've been selected for something local you're a small local business yeah but going to be showcased on a much bigger scale tell me about that we are. We are very um, proud and, and honoured um, to have uh, Sydney Weekender actually um, contact us and say that they're coming out to the Hunter Valley um, next week and want to. So you're going to have Mike Whitney on the bus. Yeah, we're actually mm-hmm. going to have Mike Whitney on the bus with us doing the uh, the IHOP tour. So Great. we're actually going to be travelling around the Lovedale Palmer's Lane service, um, visiting a, a couple of different stops there and 
tasting beautiful Hunter wines and um, and cheeses. A nicer beer than the two he's knew that he used to promote. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, we're very excited to have the um, the crew and, and Mike on board with us and and showcase the beautiful Hunter Valley and and what IHOP Hunter so Valley is ha- all about. How were you selected? Why, why did they select IHOP? They are doing a feature on um, what's new in the area. Yep. So ourselves and, and a couple of venues that we'll be visiting um, are, are quite new to that area as well. So they're actually businesses that have sort of re- relocated. So as an example, Benori Dairy, um, they've just built a brand new um, uh, cheese shop um, and and cheese making facilities yep. um, out in Lovedale, which is fantastic for that region. Um, so they want to showcase um, their, their brand new facilities and, and what they're all about and, and their beautiful produce. They do the most amazing feta, I have to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very fortunate to, to be a part of that. But I love but it that they've selected you. You guys didn't go and approach Sydney Weekender no. and you didn't knock on their door no. and say, we want to get promoted. No. They've gone, we want to choose a local vendor, someone who's doing a great job. Yeah. Wow, there's this hop-on, hop-off bus service that we can utilise to showcase these other venues. Absolutely. It's fantastic. At the end of the day, Congratulations. this is Thank just you. Tim and Christy doing what we love, what we're passionate about and sharing that with our guests. So it's, um, yeah, it's quite a li- quite a milestone for our, our little business and, um tells us hopefully you know we're we're doing the right thing we're on the right track and just to keep doing what we're doing and and grow the business as there is a need and um you know just keep looking after all our wonderful customers in in any way we can so yeah can't wait what's a small goal and look i love working with small businesses like yourselves it's been great to hear your story over three years and how you've grown and to jump two feet in after working in different careers and spot a market it's fantastic credit to you so thank, thank you, you today for coming on the career conversations podcast Our thank pleasure. you for having us thank nice. you excellent thanks for listening to today's career conversation brought to you by hunter recruitment group special thanks to our guests tim and christy burness from ihop hunter valley be sure to check them out look for them on instagram and you'll see some great photos of the regions that they visit and the people that are enjoying their service or if you want to book Google search IHOP Hunter Valley. With regards to this podcast, you can subscribe to iTunes, check us out on SoundCloud, or at our website, hrgroup.com.au. And while you're at our website, if you're an employer looking for new staff or someone looking for their next career, why not start a conversation with us? Until next time, I'm Craig McGregor.